Welcome to the Bob Siegel Show podcast on the Cross Global Media Radio Network. Visit cgmradio.com slash bob to subscribe on your favorite podcasting platform. Welcome to the Bob Siegel Show, our theme, Christianity and its relationship to politics and pop culture. Well, the dust is still settling from the midterm elections. I will have more to say in a few days when we know more. But today I want to talk about a remark made by former President Donald Trump shortly before the election. It was a remark he made about Governor Ron DeSantis of Florida. At a Pennsylvania rally where Trump was campaigning for Emmett Oz, he started reading the names of people who might challenge him for the Republican nomination in 2024. Trump said, We're winning big, big, big in the Republican Party for the nomination like nobody's ever seen before. There it is. Trump at 71%. Ron DeSanctimonious at 10%. Mike Pence at 7. Oh, Mike Pence doing better than I thought. That's it. That's the portion I want to key in on. For now, let's overlook the comment about Mike Pence. Pence had a responsibility to honor those states calling for a recount in 2020. I believe he caved to pressure, and I can understand Trump having issues. But I do want to focus on the DeSantis comment, especially since he went on to make other comments about DeSantis since then, after the election night. Okay, look. I like Trump. In many circles, saying that or admitting that does not make a person popular, but I say it publicly all the time for all to hear. I didn't always like him. He grew on me. If you've followed my radio show over the years, you recall that during the beginning of the GOP primary in 2016, I couldn't stand Trump, and I hated the nicknames he gave to his opponents. Lying Ted, Little Marco, I hated that. I thought they were cheap shots. When he got the nomination, I still voted for him because the alternative was Hillary Clinton. Trump was a roll of the dice. I did not know what he would do to the country. He was a populist. He had been all over the map. I just had no idea. Hillary was not a roll of the dice. I knew exactly what she would do to the country, so I took a chance. As it turned out, Trump ended up being one of the best presidents we ever had, if not the greatest president we have ever had, short of Lincoln. Yes, he's crude. Yes, he speaks without a filter. I grew to appreciate that, as opposed to your standard run-of-the-mill politician who won't say anything without testing the wind, having focus groups, three or four political handlers writing scripts, coaching him to play it safe. In time, Trump made peace with many of his GOP opponents, at least the ones who were willing to put principle over pettiness, who knew we needed to win that election. And yes, I get it. Of course I get it. Trump wants to win again. He plays to win. He plays hard. But DeSantis doesn't deserve this. DeSantis was a defender of Trump during his presidency when many in the GOP betrayed him. Also, DeSantis, like Trump, is a fighter. While people are lamenting, that we did not have the big red wave we hoped for all over the country. We certainly had one heck of a tsunami in Florida, and that is mostly thanks to the policies of Ron DeSantis. From all over the country, especially New York, but all over the country, people are flocking to Florida because of Ron DeSantis. He stood against critics by opening up his state when most of the nation succumbed to tyrannical COVID policy. He stands up to the woke movement. He stands up to the teacher unions. He stands up for parents. He even stands up to Disney. 
He stands up for the border. He's politically savvy. His tactic of flying illegal immigrants to Martha's Vineyard was brilliant. It exposed the hypocrisy of the bleeding heart leftists who pat themselves on the back for their sanctuary cities just so long as they don't get a whole lot of people taking them up on the offer. I would vote again for Donald Trump in a heartbeat. I would just as enthusiastically vote for DeSantis. Frankly, in many ways, DeSantis would make a better candidate. Yes, he's also a lightning rod, but he's a lightning rod who knows how to make a case. He's every bit as much of a fighter, every bit as much a champion of traditional values, but unlike Trump, he expresses himself in a linear manner that people can track with. Trump makes comments for shock value. Granted, he's funny, and unlike many, his words do not bother me most of the time. But I do understand why others feel alienated. How? Often, these past few years, have I defended Donald Trump to fellow conservatives by saying things like, okay, you don't like his character, you don't like his mannerisms, but what about his policies? The other side stands for infanticide, open borders, defunding the police, criminals released without bail, ending our energy supply. Get a grip for crying out loud. Yes, I have defended Trump despite his manners. Still, there is one mannerism of his that I have not come around to. The name-calling of fellow conservatives. We don't need a circling firing squad. Let's be honest, either Trump or DeSantis would make an excellent candidate, and the left will vilify either one with or without crude comments. It's hard to know for sure who would be a better candidate. Well, DeSantis would probably be a better candidate in many ways for reasons I already shared just now. In other ways, we may have a better chance of winning if Trump is on the top of the ticket with DeSantis as the VP choice and people knowing that after that DeSantis can be president. I am a bit concerned about what the Trump groupies will do if Trump does not get the nomination and strikes a feud with DeSantis. If they refuse to vote, taking their cues from an ego-battered Trump, we could lose. Yes, I like Trump, but I am not a Trump groupie who defends him right or wrong. His groupies who do defend him right or wrong concern me. The man did an excellent job during his four years in the White House. He did it against monstrous obstacles, never before put in the path of a sitting president. He did not deserve the impeachments, which were nothing more than fishing expeditions in search of a crime. He did not deserve to be stabbed in the back by many in his own Congress, many in his own cabinet, many in his own Justice Department. I have expressed outrage at the way Trump has been treated. But today, I am also concerned about the way he is treating someone else. Loyalty, after all, works both ways. This is Bob Siegel making the obvious obvious.